Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. On the 1st of February, we had a, a, num- a series of announcements uh, in the Netherlands from uh, the mining regulator, the TSO and the ministry regarding gas production at the major Groningen field, um, which, had had, which has had quite an impact on uh, the TTF Dutch gas market, uh, which we're going to discuss today. My name's Tom Marzik-Manser and I'm here with Alex Thakra to bring you right up to speed on, on, on the, the developments. So, Alex, uh, as I said, we, we had, uh, what were those three announcements exactly? Who, who said what? And yeah, let's, let's start there. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, as you say, there were three announcements yesterday. Um, the first of which came at 10 a.m. Amsterdam time. Uh, and that was from the Netherlands uh, Energy Production Regulator, which is called the State Supervision of Mines. Um, so at 10 o'clock Amsterdam time, um, they, they came out with a statement about future production levels from the Groningen field. And they advise that um, as soon as possible, uh, production from the field, which is currently at 21.6 billion cubic meters per year, should be um, reduced to 12 billion cubic meters per year, which is quite a severe cut. Um, so yeah, the, the regulator's advice was purely based on uh, safety considerations, um, and this is a level that they think production needs to get to at some stage in order to uh, shield residents from the impact of gas extraction-related earthquakes, mm-hmm. um, which have been happening uh, for a number of years, but they've intensified in the, in the past couple of years. And, um, yeah, and ultimately, on the 8th of January this year, we saw um, the largest uh, earthquake in the region since 2012, which has sparked all of this fury. Um, so that was the first announcement. This was swiftly followed by an announcement from Dutch grid operator GTS. Um, yeah, yeah Gasuni. Um, and GTS, um, th- their analysis of the earthquake um, took uh, security of supply into consideration. Um, yeah, so that was the second announcement. And the third uh, announcement came a little bit later, um, and this was from the uh, Dutch Minister for Economy and Climate. Um, and, yeah, so his, 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 uh, his letter to Parliament came out a couple of hours after uh, the initial two announcements. Um, and the, the upshot was that um, he recommended... Uh, a new production level for the current gas year, which started on the 1st of October 2017. Mm -hmm. And uh, he took GTS and um, the SSM's uh, advice into account. And what he said was um, he thinks production should be lowered from the current 21.6 BCM to between 19.6 and 21.1 billion cubic meters. Okay. So we've got 12 BCM as a sort of overarching safety perspective on 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 the on the cap uh gts saying a little bit less and then the ministry uh the minister saying well the reality is that this year we can only go down to uh, about 19 uh, bcm so with that in mind alex can you talk me through what what that means in in fundamental terms i mean how much less gas is the netherlands got to play with. I mean, you've given me the big numbers there, but what does that mean on a day-to-day or month-to-month basis? Yeah, so on a day-to-day basis, let's look at, uh, for the moment, let's look at this current gas year, So, which started, as I say, 1st of October 2017, and it's going to run until uh, the end of September this year. Um, so assuming um, production levels fall from 21.6 BCM to 
the, the lower end of um, the minister's estimate of 19.6 BCM. Um, this equates to around 220 million cubic metres per month, which won't be coming out of Kronigan, which is about 7 million cubic metres per day. Yeah. Um, and what this means is obviously uh, Dutch suppliers have um, various obligations uh, supply obligations, not just in the Netherlands, but with surrounding countries who also consume L-gas, so specifically in France, Belgium, and Germany. So if 220 million cubic metres per month is not coming out of Groningen, they're probably going to have to get this gas from elsewhere. And this could be through pipeline imports, it could be through H to L-gas conversion, or even LNG. So I guess, yeah, if you're an LNG supplier, or if you're the Russians or the Norwegians, you, you, you're probably... Uh you know, yeah. you see this uh, this announcement as a as a good thing because it's it's more more su- more supply that uh, needs to be f- uh, met. Yeah, exactly. Although I would say that this year um, it's not been particularly cold so far um, so far this winter. Um, so, I mean, security of supply is probably not a, that big of an issue. It's more likely to be looking ahead, and if if if, if future if caps in future years are increasingly stringent uh, yeah so i mean the, the regulator floated this figure of 12 bcm if if that eventually does come into pass then that's really going to be when the uh, alternative supply sources are probably sure. going to come in so uh, let's bring this back to the market then the ttf uh, i guess the market knew when well, I mean, we knew this first of february announcements were going to happen um what happened in the run-up to the announcement in terms of the market uh, and, and what happened on the day yeah you're right so um Traders have been waiting for this uh, these announcements for for a while. They've known about them for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, ever since the aftermath of the earthquake, really. So we saw a lot of traded volume go through um, the TTF the day before the announcement, and also on the day of the announcement, as traders were adjusting their positions mm-hmm. and kind of gambling on speculating on, on what might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, the day before the announcement and the day of the announcement were two of the most liquid days uh, in the history of the, the TTF market. Yeah, I was looking at some stats actually. So January as a whole, on the whole TTF, was the most liquid month that we've ever recorded. Mm. Uh, looking at across trade, across all venues, it's, it's clearly okay. had a it's clearly had a big um, yeah, impact. Yeah. I mean, a lot of jostling for positions and then, and re, re, recalibrating yeah. positions. Yeah, no, definitely. I think especially as we had, that's been quite a lot of excitement the last couple of months, maybe with 40s as well. And yeah. I guess January has been very, very liquid, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, and and then on the TTF price itself, I mean, I guess we saw a rally when that first 12 BCM figure got floated and then it, did it retrace after that? Yeah, exactly. So prices spiked around 10 a.m., which was when the announcements came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the winter 18 contract uh, got up to around 18 euros 80, which was about half a euro, maybe gained about half a euro in a couple of minutes. Right. But then uh, it almost immediately went back down again. Right. Okay. As kind of people digested the information that maybe this year's cut wasn't going to be as severe as people had feared. So over the whole of the course of the day, the, the, the price rise on TTF sort of on the near curve contracts wasn't that massive. I guess it was all basically factored in. There wasn't too many surprises. Yeah, exactly. So the near curve, I think, was actually up marginally down day, but the far curve was actually down okay. session on session, which is, I mean, I think this is because uh, we saw quite large price rises the day before as well. Yeah. So people were maybe priced in a bit too much and then when the announcement came out it wasn't quite what uh, it wasn't quite as bad as they were expecting brilliant okay so let's just quickly wrap it up what, what's the next key dates that we need to look out for if we're, that's going to move this story on 
Um, so at the moment, the minister, um, who minister of uh, economic affairs and climate, who's in charge of setting the Groningen production caps, he's only um, uh, given concrete details about this current gas year. Um, but people are really looking at what what's going to happen to production longer term. So what's the 2018-19 cap going to be and beyond? Mm-hmm. Um, he's expected to give more details about this at the end of March. Um, so people will be looking. Uh, and waiting for that that date, well, that kind of time frame to hopefully get some more clarity. Brilliant. Well, Alex, thank you very much for that uh, run through. It's very interesting. Um, we certainly will be looking into uh, the developments of the 1st of February and how that uh, has impacted the market in, in greater depth over the coming days and weeks. So uh, if you want to find out more, check us out on www.isis.com. And we obviously will be back uh in due course when those March announcements are made uh, to bring you all the latest developments. Thank you very much.